Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> My name's James. <laughs> My name's Corwin. And welcome to uh, Corwin is Clipping Already. This, this movie's gay. gay. We're fucking good now. Man, we oh, were good in the beginning, but you were like, no, we can't do it at the same time because that's what we do for mostly speaking Sentai. Oh, he said it exactly like that. Mostly speaking Sentai. That's how we say it there. That's not how I talk. That's how Jeans talks. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is how Corwin talks. He says, over there by the shiver I need to turn my headphones down. Jeez. <laughs> over there by the shiver that was me being James. You're welcome, world. If, if you see me, now it's just so quiet. Well, that's because I got quiet. I, no, I think it's... Oh, I'm also very loud. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I need to t- no, get vamp, fine. man. It's, Talk it's about your fine. week. It's fine. How come it's always me talking about my week? I, we because never I get don't to like hear. sharing. Whoa, sharing is caring, and, <laughs> and caring is Corwin. Care. Cares. Uh, Corwin's caring corner. Shoring is Corwin. <laughs> I love the shore. Shorwin is Corwin. Share? Shorks. Shorks? What, what would a shork be? It's kind of like a swim trunk, but jorts. Is it like a power zert, but short? Whoa, power zerts come into play later ah! on. But we're not talking about not the movie yet, that. guys. Did not connect Oh, that. you didn't? Is that a real thing in other things? No, I, I meant that the way that I said power zert was n- not what we were talking about at all. I just wanted to reference the movie. Okay. Cause I was like, so wait, I did not connect it properly. I thought you were like, Oh, I totally forgot. They bring up power <laughs> zerts in this movie. Zoinks guys. I forgot power zerts were a thing in the movie. I want power. I Zerberts. just talk about power zerts all the time. 24 Seven. Here's what I think I need to do. I think I need to turn down the interface and then turn up the <laughs> headphones because the interface's headphone jack is cranked all the way, which I don't normally do. Well, do you need a pause and then you're going to cut out the part that is paused? Uh, no, just talk. Why would I? But you're going to be messing with sound levels and things, aren't oh, you? It's, no, it's just. Oh, it's just, it's just your headphone it's levels. Just your headphone. Okay. I I mean I oh gee oh my headphone just cut out right now so I honestly don't know what I'm saying because I like listening to myself when I talk so that I can hear what I'm talking about yes I can hear myself again so yeah that's James yeah. oh, and he yeah. fished, this is, he this fixed is, it he this fixed is good, it guys I'm good at my job <laughs> and I didn't even have to talk about my week so good job oh my Gandhi but Corwin why if, if you I can Why? totally say, hey, I don't need to talk about this. Fortnite. I don't know what that is. I started I playing what, it. I do know what it is. I don't know why I just blatantly lied, but I have not played it. Eric from Ranger Command Power Hour said, no, James, it's free. You don't need to pay yeah, for the it's game. Free. Did not know that. So I was like, yeah, man, yeah. I'll, I'll try it out. And I'm good at the game. Warframe is also free, I believe. So you can also try that one if you want. That one's like Destiny. I keep getting... I hear. Number ones. I keep winning. Good job. It's weird. I was I was expecting me to be terrible and 12-year-olds to scream at me, but I don't but have a headset. now you're good and 12-year-olds scream at you. You just can't hear them. Oh, thank God. Hey, if you guys play Fortnite, add me using Marshland Monster, all one word. And then scream at him. Uh, and be on my team. Scream at him. Tell him he sucks. Eric, Teresa, and I were all on uh, on a squad together, and both times, back to back, we got number one. Who, who, who? You're carried, is what I'm hearing. Teresa carries that team. Uh, I, from <laughs> how? Okay, I, I know Eric is going to listen, and uh, Eric is very good at support, but maybe he was just trying to like show off for us. But he's going to hate that I say this. We Nicole and I had never seen Fortnite, and he was like, "Do, do you guys want to see it?" And of I've course never, we did. I've also never watched anything from Fortnite, so and I thought it was Overwatch. It's I know it's not Overwatch. Uh, yeah, I got those two confused. Oh, but geez. he showed us, and Eric kept getting like 80th over and over, like in that area out of a hundred. 
And we were like still excited because we had never seen it and it looked cool. <laughs> and he has this amazing TV. It's great. And he has good internet. So it processes correctly. So Wait, I are you uh, winning because you're lagging so much? No, no. Uh, I only lagged when I streamed. <laughs> so I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. And when I streamed, I got second place, not first. <laughs> you hear it here, folks. Just lag. You'll win. No, I wasn't <laughs> lagging and I was winning. Oh, amazing. I'm proud of you. Genuinely. I know I don't sound proud, but... That's because I don't sound sincere. <laughs> All I do is I find a big mountaintop camp there until the storm starts closing in. And then I move a little bit to the storm's edge. So I know there's no one behind me. And I just repeat that process until everyone has killed themselves. And there's only one person left. And then I just like pop off a couple shots towards them and then they're dead. And I'm like, okay, I okay, won. So you're getting first place, but you're not like winning. No, no, that's winning. Yeah, but you're like, the, I don't. They do Isn't not count it like, kills. It is don't. truly to get first place is <laughs> just, just the last survive. man standing. Yes. So, and once I found that out, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm just going to stay on this mountain. There, I know this specific mountain that has a chest on the top of it. And I drop there. I you get heard that. it here, folks. Please camp James on uh, top of this mountain. And well, also you can find it because I stream on my stream on the just, Mostly Speaking Sentai YouTube every, channel. Just always check that mountain. James is probably going to be there. Just go and kill him. Yeah, like, I'm, right I'm just <laughs> waiting there. And then there are two houses that I'll quickly check for shield and health stuff because normally the the mountain top has it's a hilltop. It's not a mountain top has what I need to just get through the game. Yeah, All it's, right. it's fun, guys. Well, as soon as someone knows what's up there, you're going to you're gonna get some competing players and you're no longer going to win. Uh, but it's just like the chest is truly just a shield and a gun. It's not anything significant. It's just in the way I no, no, play no, the I game mean, it is. Yeah, they're going to figure out your, your, uh, your method. There's millions of games each day, so... The fact that I play five games a day maximum, because it's boring if I'm not playing with Eric and Teresa or with Nicole in the room. I feel like the boring part probably comes from like camping, waiting, yeah, Yeah, just waiting out at the end instead of going and like shooting people. Okay. (laughs) I don't build. That's a component in this game. (laughs) James is like. Very, I don't, I don't even know how to describe that. James's method of playing a game is just like, all right, well, I, I'm here. Yeah, that's it. I'm strategic, guys. Why wouldn't I be playing like this if that and is this how is why you James can win. wants me to give him all my health potions? Oh my I'm god, not gonna do oh, it. So Corwin, you would have uh, simultaneously cried and murdered me at the same time. But I did not have enough money. Nicole and I went to C two E two to record a yes. live podcast. Guys, check it out on the Mostly Speaking Sentai feed right now. Amazing. Someone was selling handcrafted, adorable, like cartoonish, cool stuff, and they had like hand knitted logs with a mushroom on it but the log had a face on it super duper cute Uh uh-huh they also had just like with a face on it a cute health potion and mana potion and i was going to give you the mana Mana potion potion. and i was like i won they were like 12 dollars a piece so i was like i can't afford this and corwin would hurt me i feel like if i gave him this i would have been very happy actually i would have been like this is the sweetest thing. Oh, but then you would have also taken the health potion from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have punched you in the shoulder and been like, give me your health potion. <laughs> you would have waited until I died. And then once I died, you would have been like, this was bequeathed to me. <laughs> I don't need a will. I know it's mine. The will person is like, I mean, there's no... There's no significance with this. He didn't bequeath it to anyone. So it's I, bequeathed to me. I guess you can actually. You'll need to purchase it in an estate sale, and then you'll punch like my niece who is <laughs> crying because her uncle has died, and bequeathed, and she'll be like, "Fine, Jesus." <laughs> I like that. This is. <laughs> I like that. That. You're, you're going to have an estate sale and that you have a big lawyer that's like, this isn't significantly bequeathed to anyone. Well, yeah. And that I would be there at the will reading. And yeah. what am I wearing? I need to know in your fantasy what I'm wearing. Uh, 
I was going to say like, uh, you know, uh, a funeral veil, but. Uh, no, keep going, keep going, keep going. But I feel like you don't like you would look the opposite. Like, yes, this is a celebration because I want all eyes on me. <laughs> And I don't care if I look gauche uh, or taboo to be, I think you'd be wearing all white. <laughs> Maybe like even a, uh, but then like a red veil. Uh, okay. Oh, no, because it would probably be in Michigan. You would be like wearing a mosquito veil, but like a fancy one because you'd be like, it's disgusting here. And then people would be like, no, we're in a city right now. <laughs> there aren't mosquitoes out. <laughs> Why did James hang out with these people more than his family? <laughs> They're terrible. <laughs> uh, okay. I just need to file that away for later. So <laughs> <laughs> wow. Thinking about my death. <laughs> and then my outfit choices. Uh, obviously, obviously I'm going to go with that. Yeah. By wearing an all white outfit with a veil. Kind of like the all-white outfits they wore in this movie today. Yeah. Incidentally, we watched another uh, movie by Jason T. Gaffney that we watched uh, a few weeks ago. Perfect Wedding that came out in early 2012. 2013. IMDb says 12. I think uh, Deku said 13. And then like, yeah, there was a bunch of different dates that I saw. But yes, around that time. Well, that's what happens when you get indie movies. Some Amazing. will base it off from when it was initially screened. Some will go off digital release, you know? You know. A wide release. But Perfect Wedding. And fun. this is one of the movies I've seen before when I was in, like, a depressive kick after graduating from college and, like, living with my parents and trying to save money to move to Chicago and just watching gay movies Shot-town. for hours on end after work. Uh, this was one of the movies I watched. Yeah. Yeah. That's also when I watch Monster Pies and a few other movies that we haven't seen yet because they're Whoa. in another language and also very long. You know me. <laughs> Can't do a longie. And and for a while, you're like, no to the other language because you're like, I don't want to read subtitles. Yeah. Sometimes we're exhausted and I'm like, I I just can't. For an into, I watch Super Sentai. Everyone knows that. Those are all subtitled. Yeah. But they're quick little 18 minute long featurettes. And this one's going to be, it's going to be long. It's going to be some time. It's okay. We'll get to them eventually. Eventually. Maybe we'll have a month where it's nothing but. We're going to have to start banking episodes too. Yeah. To get prepared for the, that summer month of July. And speaking of, in this movie, they're planning a. Do you want to give us a synopsis? Yeah. Yes. So there, it's a Christmas time celebration between this friend and a friend's family. But one of the friends in the family, or I guess one of the, yeah, the, it's a wedding planning. Yes, they're going to Christmas but also to plan Christmas. a wedding, and it's this big family, two adopted siblings in this three. Oh wait, all three of them were. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I thought one of them was biological, and then two were. Oh, I have no idea. This family. Yes. Okay. It's a big family. Three kids, a mom and a dad. What America wants. <laughs> uh, it's too many children. America wants Corwin in an all-white outfit and a red veil at James's <laughs> funeral. Stealing a single pin. Stealing a single pin of a health potion. That, uh, uh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> so uh, we're I'm like, this is the key to immortality. I've taken it from him. This, oh, oh, then how did I die? Uh, Because I planned it. Wow. Thank you so much for, (laughs) if I die mysteriously, people will take this recording and say, uh. And you bet I'm going to have one of the, I'm going to have an all black outfit for that going and speaking to the police. Just like, you know, like a, just imagine like a super fancy lawyer a la, uh, suits the uh god she was in firefly i don't know megan markle no well she, megan markle was in suits um no um she played jessica in suits i, I can't I remember know. her name right now but she's amazing she jessica. isn't <laughs> whatever just imagine me in a fancy fancy uh like power suit outfit yes I'm, okay so on facebook you can 
make it so you see certain people's posts first. I will need to do that for you. So when you're like, just got this new fancy black (laughs) outfit, I'll be like, oh, man. Oh, man. I'm going to die soon. I need to be only ordering from fast food places to make sure my food's not being tampered with. I okay. First, I love food too much to tamper with it. So you you'll be fine that way. Okay, I'm so glad I remembered this. So Nicole, I was trying to get her to play Fortnite just to, because it'd be fun. And you're you're obsessed with Fortnite, is what I'm hearing. I know. It's just it's fun to you play just, with like, Eric and shook Teresa. Your whole hand when you you went no, and then like <laughs> oh, spasmed. <my> God. <laughs> so <laughs> I play like two matches, and I'm like, okay, this is boring. Uh, I want to go out on top. And do nothing. Yeah, I know. I need a friend to play with me. So I would be so mad if I play. I'm like James. You're just sitting here doing until nothing until you get that sweet win, and then you're like, "Fuck yeah!" And I'm like, "What am I getting from this win? Nothing." You're getting uh, the admiration of teens, but I was like, Nicole, you. We got to find a multiplayer for you to play with friends online. And I was like, Oh, Animal Crossing when that comes out. And I was like. Maybe Corwin plays that. I, it seems like something he'd play, but, you know, you'd be on his island and he'd be cooking you food. And then I'd have to come on the podcast and say, oh, wow, you'll cook <laughs> for Nicole on Animal Crossing, but still no cooking with Corwin with James. Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> I can't. There's nothing I can say to that. I've offered to cook you food and you've said no. Cook me food, bro. Well, you're saying it now, so now it can happen, but uh, not right, not today. Please cook me food, sir. Not today, but in the future. I think I was so exhausted last week because I hadn't been eating a lot, because I ate a lot yesterday. Because, guys, go to Family Dollar. They will have uh, seasonal cereals, but like from last season. It's they're still good, not ex- past expiration date. Like right now, there's Christmas cereals, but it's full, huge boxes of it, only for one dollar. And I was going there to get cookies, getting a dessert, but then I'm like, holy shit, cookies is only twelve, no, nine ounces now, and this is, I think, nineteen ounces for the same price. So the only people, the only two people that I know that regularly buy food from the dollar store is you and my roommate. And my roommate is constantly getting, like, ill from food. But this isn't Dollar Tree food. It's Lucky Charms. Oh, okay. Yeah. The the cereal, okay. but don't get, like, the it's Dollar cereal, Tree cereal. but, like, old. Be- yes, because it's last season cereal. I mean, it's, it, they're, like, grains that have been highly processed. It's fine. Nicole will go there during Christmas time and just stock up on Boo Berry and Count Chocula because it yes. ends up going there. Yeah. Yeah, guys, do it. It's great. It's good. Cool. And there's, I got these cinnamon bun. I don't know where fills. this came from, um, but <laughs> but can you finish the synopsis for the movie? Oh yeah. Then Jason T is dating Roy, who used to date Paul. Which Paul is part of this family that they're going to. Elena, I will just say that's her name. She's getting married to Kirk. And you remembered a lot of names. Elena Elena and Roy are like best friends. Yes. And told Elena after Paul broke up that her and Jason T. Gaffney or him and Jason T. Gaffney got together. So there's this ruse going on that they're in a relationship when they're not. They're just BFFs. Gavin. Yeah. Gavin is is Jason T. Gaffney's character. Gaffney is Gavin. Exactly. Gavin and Roy are in a fake relationship. And guys, the mom is played by, I have another podcast called What the Hell Mouth, which is a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast. And I saw this just super happy actress on the screen and I was like, wow, this person looks familiar. Like, where have I seen her? Like, uh, she looks like a delight. Then I remembered, oh my God, if I put just a scowl on her face and look like she's very tired and exhausted, it's Buffy's mom. And it was. It Buffy is Buffy's mom. mom. That's she one of the things that's the worst. It's one of the things I remember from watching it the first time is that Buffy's mom was in it. You're getting very I quiet. remembered nothing else. I know. I remember nothing else except that Buffy's mom Buffy's Buffy mom. Buffy mom was in it. <laughs> Buffy mom. Sorry guys. So then Gavin and Paul are learning that right from the beginning that 
they're compatible and they end up falling in love and getting married in the end. Gavin and Roy are in a fake relationship because Roy used to date Paul and Paul cheated on him. So Roy was like, I don't want to think he him to think that I'm a loser and then was fake dating Gavin. So in this wedding or in this movie, I mean, they're planning this wedding and they're planning it to be a huge wedding. Is 300 people a big wedding? Yes. Okay. I've never wanted to get married. So weddings have never been in in my mind. And luckily, most of the... the... I mean, can you name 300 people? Yeah, man. Gerard Butler and the gang. <laughs> I mean, 300, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of people. Yeah. Also, I guess if I put it in perspective of if I went to a concert and there were 300 people, like a 300-person-sized space, and I, then just put those in chairs, holy shit. The show that you saw me, you saw me in, that yeah. was, the audience was like around 50. Okay, yeah, that's a big one. The big theater that I work at, they normally have shows around 300 or so. Dang. You could get Gerard and the work at one of the bigger theaters, which are like 1,500, but that would be like a huge wedding. Wonder what the largest wedding has ever been. I don't know. But Corwin, I wanted to ask you and our listeners at This Movie's Gay on Twitter and Instagram, what's your perfect wedding? I don't know. I never got that far. Okay. (laughs) Mine just begins with engaging Nicole under the bean in Chicago. I would probably be very involved in the food, honestly. You just want it a big old potluck style, you know, like I back home. I would hate that. I think a potluck style wedding is the perfect wedding reception. I would only Why do- Why wouldn't you? Because some people's cooking I don't trust. Okay, then what? what's the word I'm looking for? C- cultivate. Yeah, cultivate the people. I do. I teach people all the time how to cook things. Yeah, No, that's what I'm saying is you say like, hey, my 10 friends who are good at cooking, you're in charge of this. <laughs> but then that would stress them out. I would rather just get catering. Well, how many people would you be planning on? Or I guess, I mean, a buffet style is what I should have said. Buffet style, that's totally fine. Yes, that's the best kind of wedding. If if I need to check mark if I want the fish or the vegetarian option, fuck your wedding, guys. I mean... You're doomed to divorce. I would want you to check mark so that I can sort of gauge how much of things to buy. Oh, out. So, like, if you're checking, like, vegetarian option, I know, okay, then we need to have a certain amount of of this available for you. But if you're wanting the chicken or the fish, like, I'm like, okay, obviously a lot more people are expecting chicken than fish, so I'm going to order a lot more chicken. What, what I was I more saying is, like, you style. get one dish. Yeah. I know what you're saying, but I'm like, to divorce. But I, <laughs> Jesus. <clears throat> All right. I, uh, <laughs> I guess, do I need that entire pausing? <laughs> I, I coughed and James suddenly just shut down. Well, because I wasn't sure where to go, but I think it was during the, the span of this. It had to have been. My sister was going to get married and then... My parents are divorced, so one side of the family was like, well, I'm not going to the wedding if they're going. And then don't come. Exactly. Well, guess what happened? No one could come because my sister was like, hey, we're we're not going to do a wedding now. We're just going to go get eloped. <laughs> I couldn't see my sister get married because family was being stubborn of things that happened 14 years ago. Yeah, if any of my family does that, then I'm just going to say, then don't come. I don't, I literally could care less. But that, I wrote that down because- I'm inviting you to be involved. I'm not inviting you so that you have any say. Yeah. Uh, I wrote that down because the the mom in this, Buffy Summers' mom, says, oh, you want this big wedding. And it's kind of like going based off from things that she said when she was a teenager, thinking that was still the same thing instead of saying like, hey- update what do you want just tell me yeah well it also there was another aspect in there of the father being sick um the father having alzheimer's and the so the mother was taking that hard as one does uh when a loved one has alzheimer's and wanting to do a big wedding because that was he was diagnosed with that um and i can definitely see part of that being like you know big you know big memories to include I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, that part makes sense. Yeah. But still, always 
if you are a parent of people who are older, are adults, always figure out who they have become. Don't just pigeonhole them into what they were as a child or a teenager, because guess what? They've probably changed. I'm talking to my parents right now. That's also a very like a, a thing that happens to a lot of queer people, because if their parents aren't very accepting of them when they're when they show signs of being queer and then they end up coming out later, uh, that tends to damage those relationships. So they don't have a very close relationship with their parents or they only give them one side of who they are as a person. So that's a very queer thing that you just brought up. Hey, guys, just, just point it out, you know. It happens. Sometimes if you keep talking, you'll eventually get some gold. <laughs> I'm kidding. The, the first... point is, it's fine if you're if you're not close with your parents. That's totally okay. It's not something that you have to be. Um, and then if you are close to your parents, that's great as well. Like, it's not, life isn't one of those things where you have to hit these certain points for it to be okay or successful or great. Yeah. Life isn't like that. But if your parents think they're close to you, just tell them, like, hey, man, I I don't like fart jokes anymore. Uh, I don't like fart. Please don't tell me fart jokes. Uh, I'm trying to think of other things. Uh, I'm not an angry per. I mean, I'm not only an angry person anymore. <laughs> I played I up for comedy. Feel, <laughs> I am filled with righteous rage now. Yes. <laughs> it's fine. No, my my sister and my mom pigeonhole me into what I was as a teen or a child a lot. Oh, my mom always talks about how angry I was. And it's because I would always get angry when things happened that weren't fair or right. And I was also the middle child. So anything, anything, anytime anything went wrong, I was usually blamed for it. So I would get very angry about it because I'm like, I did not do this. Or, like, we would be told to do chores or something, and I would do my stuff. And I'm like, you can clearly see that I did my stuff. Why are you yelling at me? I'm not the one at fault. Um, so I would be very upset. That happened to me when Justin lost to Kelly. I was pissed. That's unfair shit. What? American Idol season one. Oh. Justin Trouveau is something like his name, Matt, possibly. You know, from Justin I to Kelly, the movie. It anything from american idol not like even anything when ruben stuttered one the only he was a judge the what? right no ruben stuttered was season two the winner, winner yeah when he, did fantasia win that was probably season four-ish oh my god you are an american idol like i only know this fan because never not funny big fan uh, there's a podcast called never not funny with jimmy pardo and it's been on for a thousand episodes now they especially when you batch listen to them even though they're talking about these things a year apart if you're listening to them in rapid succession just binge listening to them what you will hear is them, you're like, wow, didn't they just list every single winner of American Idol and their runner-up? Yeah, I listened to that yesterday, but then when you look back at it, it's like, no, they, they talked about it a year and a half ago, but you're just listening to these things so quickly. So like that, and they talk about this specific Kiss album all the time, where they will try and list from 1 to 13 all of the tracks, and I'm, I'm like... Wow, guys, I don't know why I'm still entertained by this, but it is. I know. I know nothing about American Idol except that Jason Green from Freckle from uh, The Wondrous and Gay Life of Caleb Gallo was in an audition. Wait, just audition? They didn't make it to Hollywood? No. Boo! <laughs> Did I not play you the clip? No. <laughs> I've never seen this. <laughs> Uh, it's one of my favorite things to, we'll have to, watch to show after. people after after watching Caleb Gallo. So yeah, I'll show it to you. We'll post it on the Twitter. <laughs> All right, let's get through some notes. I, the first note I had because Paul and his sponsor are friends, and I said, don't mix recovery and pleasure. Friends with your sponsors? No, no, no. Because friends turn to fucking. What? Yeah, guys. Don't no. have friends unless you're intending to have sex with them. All of this is incorrect. James, we're not friends. <laughs> we're better than that. We're co-hosts. 
We are podcast co-hosts, and that means no fucking. Uh, I like that you said they're, but we're better than that. Like there's like there's levels of like relationships with people, and we've got friends here, and then we've got podcast co-hosts. Yeah, and then Nicole right above that. Well, technically, Nicole Nicole's is a, both. Yeah, both. And Amazing. we're not fucking. <laughs> we. What we do is better than that. Gee, <laughs> I don't want to hear this. It's cuddling. Okay, that's fine. But James, during the movie, <laughs> you immediately went from one kiss that wasn't even like like a big kiss to fingering. Yes. That's the okay, that is the per, that is the next step. Of course, like I mean kissing <laughs> each other's next. If you're going to be in a relationship, these are the four bases. You have first base, that's kissing or necking, however you want to call it. It's it's mouth on mouth or mouth on head stuff, you know? And I'm not talking about penis heads. And then the second base is hand stuff, which is, you know, like touching boobs, touching butts, and inside you. So, like... I There's a difference between touching and inside, though, James. Yeah, but that's still second base. Like, a hand job is a second base. Would is you, it? Yeah. Guys, please let us know your variations of the bases. I have no idea. I, I I have always thought hand jobs are second base, which fingering is a hand job. Is this what you learned in sex education? Because I did not. Uh, no, I I missed fifth grade sex ed and then sixth. I don't think we had one, but then seventh and eighth is when it got real. But they didn't explain sex. They just explained STDs to make us afraid. Yeah, same. I The only thing I remember from sex ed is they passed around a bunch of cups and it looked like water. And anytime you like paired with someone, you like poured some of yours in theirs and they poured some in yours. So they got a little mixed up. And then at the end, the teacher went around with these little drops and put them in everybody's cups. And whenever there was one... Uh, that had this certain solution in it, it would turn red. So anyone they mixed with turned like pink. Um, so like half the class was like infected with this STD, God. according to it. And they were like, this is why you don't have sex or something like that. And I'm like, well, mine's clear, so I'm having plenty. It's yeah. fine. The only like actual sex education, education about sex that I got in middle school was from Nina Hartley's Guide to Better Anal Sex. So this is why you go from kissing to fingering. <laughs> She's like, you got to put on a glove. You need to be safe because your fingernails can cut the inside of the anus. Yeah. So lube that up very good. And then you want to stay towards the like point up, like towards the pelvis. And because if you t go down, that's where the duties is. She did not use that terminology. And that's what I've always based uh, all sex on is just anal sex. What is good in the anus is also good in the mouth and the vagina. I'm lying, guys. That part is me expunging. But this is a gay base, podcast, y'all. A third base is mouth stuff. So like oral sex. That is third base. And then fourth base is sex, you know, penetration. And that that. But where would fisting go? Is fisting second base? I guess it is, guys. If you're fisting, it's second. Like, you haven't even gotten to third yet. Oh, my God. This is why sex shouldn't be done in a metaphor for bases. Yeah. It needs to be in varying degrees. And also, like, how intimate are you being? Like, if you're just fisting to, like, orgasm, like, uh, just like a quickie, uh, I don't know. Someone could do that. Uh, then it's you second base. Have a, but if you're like being intimate, please don't and, have a quickie fisting. Uh, don't do that. I was. About Why am to, I even saying that? I was about to reveal some stuff, but I was like, I'm so glad I don't talk about this. <laughs> Nothing with James, Nicole. Did you have a fisty quickie? Fisty quickie. I, I no, don't. I don't. That yes, I don't, don't want to talk ever about question. this thing. I'm, there are some things on mic that I do not talk about, and that's one of them. That means it's bad. He's talked about some bad things no, on mic. I just don't like to talk about specific sexual things because I've only had a few sexual partners. So then it's very easy to narrow it down to be like, oh, that's that's why I mainly just talk about me masturbating. Fun. I also don't know the history of your sexual partners. So I I have had not. sex with four people. OK, well, yeah, first it was it. Megan and Christ. then it was Carrie. No. 
uh, fawn, which that I I regret, but only how I dealt with it because she said she was moving to Florida. And I was like, I know I'm going to fall in love with this person again if I continue talking to her a lot. And I feel like I... It felt like we had sex and then I stopped talking to her. All right, and the movie. And then Nicole, my queen, I wish it was only her. All right, the movie. You know having sex with other people doesn't diminish you, right? I just feel like Nicole sometimes feels that way, you know? Because Nicole has never had any other uh, boyfriend even. She got lucky with me. Someone who loves her and wants to hug her until she says, please stop hugging me. Okay, well... Just because you've had sex with other people, that doesn't diminish you. But I feel like that's that's a can of worms that yeah. we're not going to open right now. We're not, because Nicole's not here. But, but also, I'm not a therapist, so not going to open it. Get that degree, man. Oh, aren't Don't all actors it. therapists in a way? No. Psychologists? Uh, actors are like, I'm going uh, to watch how you behave, and then I'm going to act like it. Oh, man. I Please, someone... Cast Corwin in a role that is like me so he can just imitate me. I would love to see you play the role of James. Oh, my God. Someone has to write a movie with James in it is what they would do. Or a play. One day for the podcast, we should... Like, maybe around my birthday, the present to me is you act like me for the entire podcast. Oh, my God. I don't know if I have the stamina. Okay. Uh, I do. I'm amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, also, I get that 420% maybe. 4.2%. I thought it was 6.66. I went down. (laughs) You're like, you need more work. I'm going down and taking the commission down. Uh, What was that? Oh, and then home base is sex. I I don't know if we got to that. We we did. We we got to it. You had notes. Uh, stop saying mommy and daddy. They called the parents mommy and daddy. I think that's creepy. A June mommy, wedding. Daddy. A June wedding in Florida? That's just bad. That's where I'm going to need my mosquito net. You will. My veil. Is it like a floor length veil? Is it like a whole thing? I'd say waist. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Filing it away. Uh uh, they also say like they're trying to do resume, which is basing instant resume, instant resume, which is saying someone like it's looking at someone and saying just things you can kind of predict and make up about them just yes. based off from a limited exposure to them. And one of they were like, oh, what's your guilty pleasure? And he goes, ABBA. And I'm like, that's not a guilty pleasure. ABBA made some of the greatest pop hits of our generation, and it's not even our generation. But I'll say they even bleed in because of Mamma Mia. And Mamma Mia too. here we go again. Yeah, ABBA's fantastic. Anyone talking shit about ABBA's just a pretentious asshole. And then they mentioned Fernando. Jason... Jason T, I apologize uh, if you talk shit on ABBA, but clearly you, but ABBA's not a guilty pleasure. ABBA's just a pleasure. You don't need to feel so guilty. So he's not talking shit about ABBA. He's saying he likes it. But uh, he wrote it. But he it. feels like other people would think that. Other people would think that. Okay. And the other people are assholes. Jason T. So he feels T, like other people are assholes. You're fantastic. You're money, <laughs> baby. I don't want you to think we're being mean to you. We like you. Jesus. Uh, I have Jason T. Gaffney and Fam wrote this and everything. That's great. Uh, He's a writer again in this. So we're comparing it to the other movie that is newer, actually. So he's a writer. Uh, He likes fantasy. And the thing about fantasy is that James and I want a sword and sorcery movie that is gay. So James is like, Jason needs to write this. Jason, we've seen two of your movies now and both of them either sci-fi which hey sci-fi or maybe a little sci-fantasy that's what we need we know you <laughs> like fantasy and then in this movie you're playing a D like game we see the d20s you're clearly into that and you clearly know how to write well movies so please Make your next project. We know you are kickstarting currently a project right now. But after that project is done, the world needs a proper queer sword and sorcery movie. Oh, we'll be extras in it. 
if it is filmed in Chicago, you can get that tax credit or Michigan. Uh, you can do a Michigan tax credit. They have a rent fair. Okay. Oh, oh my God. Just film at medieval times, baby. <laughs> <laughs> have I talked about medieval times okay. on this? No. It's a nightmare uh, place I don't for think me. We have time. He's a sci- he's an ASL interpreter. That's awesome. Love that job. I wish that I knew ASL so that I could be like, ah, but I don't. So I guess that's my next thing to learn is ASL. Let's do that. Let's learn ASL. When I worked at Burger King, one of the other managers was going to high school for that, was going to college for that. That's awesome. Yeah. Love that. Because it, it's just so useful, and if a lot of more people knew ASL, then that would help the people that need ASL. Yeah. So, yeah, beautiful. Everyone should learn. Um, they had really big doors in the house. I don't know why I wrote that down, but I was like, I got to write it down. They were bad at charades. I feel like, James, you would be bad at charades. I'm good at it. You're good at charades? Yes, I'm very good at giving clues. Uh, there's this game called Sevens that I'm very good at. And then I like hand it to someone else and they just freeze up. And I'm like, no, you're doing so good at guessing the clues. Just make the clues now. Do a charade. Okay. Uh, fuck. This is so good for a audio podcast. <laughs> you need to be very detailed. Okay. Let's see what's happening. James is looking Where, around. Yeah. I'm just trying to like figure, figure out, out what s- I should do. I don't know. Pick one of our old movies. What One of our old movies. Yeah. I just do Gay Bed and Breakfast. You would. We got it, y'all. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't have time to do charades. <laughs> I know that's why I brought it up. We'll do a live stream of charades. charades. Oh Jesus, James would be so bad at it. I feel, but he's good at it. He says, uh, "There were Paul was he's an alcoholic, so he was going to AA meetings and stuff." Um, but he talked about his wreck uh, when he was drunk driving and things like that. And we see the tree that he hit and there was caution tape around it. And for some reason, like the tree was laying on top of the caution, like being held up by the caution tape. So that stuck with me as a moment. But it did bring up like alcoholism is a very terrible thing and it can cost not only your life, but lives of your loved ones um, and other people's loved ones. So like it's an important thing to talk about. So I'm glad the movie sort of brought it up and had someone who is uh, suffering from that actually like getting help. Yeah, guys. And then like I always say, ditch the bottle and pick up the bong. No, you don't say that. You don't say any of that. You don't do any of that. <laughs> I mean, I do advocate smoking marijuana over drinking. Yes, sure. And you know what I always say, ditch the bottle and pick up the bong. And then he says, ditch the bong. Don't do anything. Be uh, if you have edge. the money, to, or if you're growing it yourself, I have been thinking about this. Because uh, I don't know if growing your own marijuana is legal in Illinois yet. Um, there's, I don't think so, unless you have, I think you, I don't know Like it's it not is. like a two-plant minimum? I know that you can if you meet certain criteria. And I think one of the criteria is, is that you have a medical card. But I honestly don't know for sure. So look it up. Because I was thinking about planting and growing so then I can give gifts to all of my co-hosts to be like, <laughs> hey, guys, here's a weed. Got a new crop in. Oh, my God. I call this one the maniac. And you're like, I don't want this. I'm like, no, no, no. It's a nice body high. And you're like, it's it's. I it's misnamed. I wouldn't. I had one called like Big Chain Cobra. Oh, that's crazy. And, and I was just like, let me smoke it. And as we've discussed on this show before, literally anything you can think of, there is a marijuana strain named after it. I like the Fruity Pebbles pens. They taste like Fruity Pebbles. Oh, you can't so be good. putting that in your lungs, man. So good. Especially since I've been coughing today. Coughing. All that goddamn weather changing. What's a Florida Christmas tree? Had no idea what that is. James said it's just a really bad Christmas tree. No, it's just a Christmas tree made in Florida. Sounds awful. Grown in Florida. Sounds bad. <laughs> that forest doesn't grow in Florida. Yeah, it's a it bad does. climate for that. Power zerts. They were reading about the rules and stuff in the dark. I. It's so bad for your eyes. It's like, you can't see anything. How can you read the rules? There it's was all a dark. Li- there was a little lamp or uh, the Christmas, Christmas tree. Like, yeah. Paul 
telling the family after the family got the letter from Gavin that Gavin left and it's not Paul's fault and stuff. Paul, not knowing any of that, just knowing that Gavin left, had to come in and be like, uh, well, I kissed him. The most awkward scene. And I loved the way that it played out because it was just everyone else had more information than him. And he was just like, oh, well, I got to admit that I was terrible, that I did something fucking awful, even though it wasn't terrible. I would also like to say, if you have a note and you're around a bunch of people and you're like, why did my friend or boyfriend leave? Don't cold read the note out loud. <laughs> read it once over. And then if you're like, oh, yeah, James, uh, let me tell everyone. Anytime I get uh, a note, like a, a big long note from someone and it's unexpected, I'm going to save that note and just cold read it right here. It'd be great. I've read love notes on what the hell mouth from (laughs) past relationships, but that's all I've got. There was a weird moment in the beginning where the sister comes in, uh, not the sister, Roy's friend comes in and is like, I got you a gift for coming and helping with the wedding planning. It was like a mistletoe. And then she's like, come on, do a kiss. And James was like, oh, that's creepy. And I was like, I think she knows. I think she knows they're not together and is just like, please admit it to me. And there never is a moment where she straight up says that she knows and he, well, there's never a moment where he, there's not like a big reveal that she's like, oh, I know this this stuff. There's just later when there's the note, she turns Roy and she's like, oh, well, Roy, are you going to tell Paul or something like that? And you're like, that's just totally like under the radar but it's like oh she she knew she knew the whole goddamn time paul saying i did the right thing and then his friend being his sponsor being like yeah you did the right thing but you also did the wrong thing but you did the right thing afterwards um the dad is just like i've been there and i'm like that's totally a moment of (laughs) i've been there i've made mistakes i've fucked some shit up you know it it was great a great moment loved it and then that they use the book quote, cons- they use the book quote like in the beginning to be like, oh, Paul loves this quote. And then they use that quote on Paul later to get him to go to Gavin. That was that was a nice little moment. I just wanted people to acknowledge. And the quote being from the book that Gavin is writing. Yeah. And Paul being like, I'm going to go after him. And then giggling was honestly my favorite thing that I've seen in this movie because just something about he seems so, I don't know, so much more serious. So it's like seeing like, I don't know, someone super serious, just like giggling. And you're like, oh, that's fun. They're human. And then the whole fam went out to get uh, Gavin. We didn't see the whole fam. We just saw Paul get Gavin, but the whole fam was there. That was great. They were all like, um, you're going after him. I'll drive. I'll drive. I'll drive. I'll go with you. I got shot. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think Kirk jumped into the back. It was great. Kirk yeah. was great. Even though uh, it was everyone weird. was good, even though it was weird whenever we hadn't been introduced to him yet, because every time they mentioned Kirk, like the sisters would like side eye each other. And like, there's just this weird tension to it. And then just suddenly he showed up and he's like, fine. Oh, no. The reason why they were like that is because the dad kept asking when Kirk was showing up. But they're they're like, oh, fuck. Like he his mind is going a little bit. Uh, so we, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. I mean, I caught it for other things with that one i was like because the tension seems so focused on like the bride to be that i was like what is going on here no that's what they were doing but Got would you it. would you recommend this core i would i've seen it multiple times would recommend it's a fun little movie samesies 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 jason t gaffney sword and sorcery we need it or a sword and sandal it doesn't need to be high fantasy with magic yeah okay I mean, we would prefer it because <laughs> magic is cool. Uh, Corwin, what you got to plug? Uh, my theater company, Sawbucks Theater Collective, doing things. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram and all of that. Also follow me at Corwinning, Twitter and Instagram, and follow the podcast at This Movie's Gay, Twitter and Instagram and everything. Yeah, that's my plugs. Also, I think they're still doing a Kickstarter so the for uh, Jason T. Gaffney's new project. So go do that, too. Which we have retweeted. We have. So that we can have more queer movies, which is the point of this podcast. 
And hey, guys, if you are in Chicago during the dates of March 20th and March 28th, please, you've heard Warren Duncan on this podcast. You've possibly heard Corwin on his and Amanda's podcast whenever you're ready. Well, they are doing a performance of Mary's Wedding at the Lincoln Loft. Just go on Facebook. Uh, do they have a website? Uh, Eventbrite is where you can get tickets from. But if you just go it's on. free, uh, right? If, maybe. I think it's free. But if you go on Facebook, search Mary's Wedding at the Lincoln Loft, you're going to find information about it. There's a lot of times in showing. So please check that out. Check them, baby. And I'll post a link on, on Twitter. Yeah, go check out their work. And guys, if you'd like to check out my work, go over to MLMPod.com to find out more information about Mostly Speaking Sentai, What the Hellmouth, Hit It and Crit It, or just wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, search those names. And I think the spelling of them is in the description of this podcast. Uh, Then also go over to MLMPod.com forward slash donate if you're feeling generous to help keep these lights on. What else do I got? Go over to YouTube and search Mostly Speaking Sentai, and you'll be able to watch me play video games or watch Corwin and I play a little bit of Baldur's Gate. We'll get back to it, though. And then uh, James's uh, lovely love, Darling, Darling Homebody. Homebody. Check out her stuff. It's yeah, guys, awesome. Go to DarlingHomebody.com to purchase amazing stuff or Patreon.com forward slash DarlingHomebody to get stickers and magnets monthly. Monthly. And I've been James. I've been Corwin. Bye. Bye. See you in class, bitch sticks. Yeah, bye. This has been a Marshland Media production, produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod and sign up today.